Story friends. Welcome or welcome, dear listeners. We're back. We're back for your listening pleasure. So sorry to have kept you waiting for so long. After just a two-month hiatus, we're coming back with some hot topics right now. And I'm not talking about the store in the mall. Yeah, we about about oh, I thought we, I thought we were going to talk <laughs> about the store in the mall. That's I prepared uh, a white paper on <laughs> hot well, topic and its impact on um, the capitalism of goth culture. Laura is going to have a PDF on our Facebook page for this uh, mm-hmm. shortly following the podcast. Yeah, my mistake. I thought I don't. I spent a couple of weeks on this, but that's fine. Yeah, so uh, I uh, my eyes been twitching a lot lately. That, what is it like stress? Eyelid. Yeah, sometimes it's my eyelid. Sometimes it's the muscle right below my eye. Usually it's my right eye. Sometimes it's my left eye. Just in the last couple days, my my eyelid used to twitch a lot, mm-hmm. and then I had a sty come out. Oh, that's my I've never eyelid, had a sty. My eyelid would twitch, and then like sometimes my eye would get lazy and just kind of shut. Yeah, and I had a brain tumor. <laughs> well, fuck both of you. God damn it! <laughs> that happened to my grandfather as well. Yeah, he had so a brain it's either tumor a sty too. or a brain tumor is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. I don't like either of these options. Cosmetically speaking, I'd rather have the brain tumor. That's less <laughs> unsightly it's really, it's to the really public. The only two things it could ever be. <laughs> uh, probably. I don't know what's causing it, but I'm we, not a fan. We can WebMD it right now. Yeah, we probably yeah, but I think you guys have already nailed it. They're just you're just going to find sty and brain tumor. Twitching <laughs> eye. Mm-hmm. Sty or brain tumor. It's That's not a lazy eye suppress, though. Suppressed rage. My my <laughs> eyelid is not closing. I just like I can feel it right now twitching. Just the very edge of my like right eye. Kind of, kind of yeah. Like it feels like I'm opening and closing my eyes really fast. So I wait, hate is it, it is it like stress? Uh maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. Are you stressed out? I don't know. This is the first time I've talked to a doctor about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Dr. Alex is mm-hmm. what they call him at the bathhouse. <laughs> I don't really want Dr. Alex to diagnose me with anything ever. <laughs> Although the, the Detroit bathhouse isn't uh, a great facility for me because uh, they don't have a lot of the tools that I need. The The Vegas bathhouse is pretty good. They've got like a gynecology uh, chair. and But it's like flipped upside down. No, it's just a straight-up gynecology chair. Like, it's just in the middle of the place. Because, of course, why wouldn't gay men fetishize gynecology? That makes sense. You know? It's, it's for the cross-dressers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. There was a guy in there one time that was walking around in full female garb. Hmm. And, I mean, he was very passable. Like extremely, and uh, he came into my door. He came like I was. I had my door open in my room, and he came in. And he's like, uh, "You're like, Ooh. <laughs> he's like, so what? So what? You, what are you into?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm into like bears." He's like, "Oh, okay, I'm sorry." And then he just like left. <laughs> the uh, I don't know what the actual organization is, but like the Ferndale Bears Association. Oh yeah, the Mo- Motor City Bears. Motor City Bears. Yeah. They were doing a. Uh, yeah car wash in yeah no i saw that ferndale i saw some pictures <laughs> um, this is like my car is fucking spotless <laughs> right yeah yeah i have to say like more power to you you're gonna stand out there with little blue speedo shorts <laughs> like good god you know i sent alex a picture of it on facebook nice he said the guy with the blue bottoms was uh very popular on tumblr what'd you say his name was on tumblr boat, boat and rob 
Yeah. Wow. I said his name should be Blue Bottom. <laughs> so gay people are the only ones still using Tumblr? Oh, yeah. It's going strong for, for the gays. I haven't. I have a Tumblr account, I suppose, just because I've been too lazy to delete it. Mm-hmm. But I don't even remember the last time I looked at even a link from Tumblr. Keith has like 10,000 followers on his Tumblr. <laughs> what, was, what was the point of Tumblr? It was just a blogging service. It was like a free blogging service. So you could go sign up and have a blog for free and you could put your stupid thoughts on there and whatever. You had but, no control over the format or layout pretty much other than like five or six choices. So it always yeah. it was basically like if Twitter... If your Twitter feed were blog posts. Yeah, it's like Twitter, but a little bit more like you can put more info in it. In it. Yeah. But uh, it, like it was it was good for a long time. And then Yahoo bought it and like it eventually got commandeered for porn. And now, like all things. now really all I use it for is to look at bears porn. on tumblr it's still full of porn right oh yeah it's yeah. still absolutely full of, they're trying to get rid of it though yeah they uh they start putting like advertising in there and it pushes all the posts that you want to see down and you have all these like suggested posts that come up first yeah and you can like you can like x them out but it, and it gives you a, a choice for what like why you're hitting x and i just hit flag as inappropriate every time <laughs> So it's like some, it to the man, Alex. Yeah, so it's like somebody it's like somebody's blog post of like a poem about their feelings and I'm just like inappropriate. Yeah. This is like just want naked old men. I just here. give me the dick. That's all I want. Yeah. Emotionless naked old men. That's what I want. <laughs> That's the farthest thing from what I want. <laughs> so what do you what do, what do my two gay friends think about the Supreme Court ruling on the They said that the Baker was in his right to refuse to make the gay wedding cake, right? Technically, no. And that's kind of the problem with Supreme Court rulings is that they're, for the most part, more convoluted than the press ever picks up on. Basically, what the Supreme Court said was that at the Civil Rights Commission hearing about this issue in Colorado, a couple of the people on the commission were rude to the baker and said things to him that they felt were inflammatory and showed a bias. So basically they said, you showed a bias in adjudicating this decision and that that's not fair. So we're ruling in the case, in the favor of the baker. So in other words, if you guys would have been a little fucking nicer to this guy, <laughs> yeah. then we would have ruled against him. The irony. But of course it's picked up as gay baker wins. No one has to sell gay people cakes anymore or whatever. So the the ruling frustrates me because of that, because I think what matters the most is what the public thinks about it, what yeah. the public takes away from it. Like they don't give a shit about nuance and, mm-hmm. you know, narrow rulings. They don't care right. about that. Yeah. I mean, I like I feel the same way. Um, you know, it, it it's frustrating that like the main point of it is not being focused on. But like. One thing that I do in anything, in any case like this is I just start thinking about like um, what's going to happen when the opposite happens now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like what if there's a gay baker and a Nazi comes in and wants a cake that says fuck fags go to hell? You well, know? I, I use that as an example like if I owned a print shop and somebody was like I need uh, Nazi propaganda from my white power march. Should I? 
I shouldn't have to make those flyers for him. You know? Well, right. and that's kind of the thing. I'm the, not saying like, it's the same thing, but I mean, stripped down, like I obviously one is wrong, one isn't. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. It's a weird. The First Amendment free speech aspect of this wasn't actually ruled on at all. Yeah. But one of the things that the baker was making the case of that would be different from you, print shop owner, is that he, as a cake baker, is an artist. <laughs> so so I, he, in fact, is gay himself. <laughs> ipso facto. Nailed it. In your face, gay baker. <laughs> I mean, it, it, he's a baker. So, I mean, yeah. just it's implied right up. Yeah. Gay. He's a, <laughs> yeah, he's got to be... Is he suppressing then? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It, it's just, it's weird, you know? I can't put two men on top of the cake because then I'll want to fuck the cake. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, f- I don't know. I feel like at the time that it happened, enough support was kind of like getting behind gay marriage and just gay rights in general. I, I think it goes back to this whole thing that like a lot of people talk about right now. It's like we're just we're a bunch of snitches. Like our our first thing is call the cops. Mm-hmm. You know, get yeah. get the law involved. And these these guys like I mean, yeah, it's fucked up that you go into this bakery and you're like, Hey, we want a wedding cake and he's like, No, fuck you, I don't agree with your lifestyle. But you could have easily just made this a big deal on Facebook <laughs> and no one would go to that bakery anymore. And I think that's kind of what's happening is that, I mean, even this baker has said, by standing by this and taking this this far, it my business has suffered. You know, in other mm-hmm. words, you're right. Like, it's kind of working itself out from a capitalist standpoint. Right. But I also feel like, as a gay person i would not want somebody to make me a cake against their will right right i don't want to ingest anything that somebody has made for me who thinks that i am not of equal worth as them i don't Uh, know i just would be like oh you don't like gay people i would like you to not touch our food please goodbye i want all my food made with love right like i mean i don't know like you would want someone to have that freedom to be able to refuse mm-hmm. so you know where they stand i'm not all right i'm yeah. not going to support this and my whole community is not going to support this and that's where that's where it would hurt them i mean going right. out of business yeah and i think that's kind of the thing asshole. is like the free market will decide that like now could he potentially get like mail order cake orders from around the country from bigots who want to support him yeah that's possible but you know what that also probably will fade out after a while because i just don't feel like that the person who is going to buy a cake from this guy to support him who lives across the country you know two years from now is still going to be buying his cakes from him like if anything it'll give him a weird spike in business that will then disappear as he moves from the news so go ahead and discriminate against gay people and yeah your business will suffer because those people will tell their friends and family to not go to your store Mm -hmm. you know just like any store like if i go you know if before the internet i went into a store and they were rude to me and i felt like it was because i was gay i would tell everyone i knew not in like a hear ye hear ye but in like a hey um a fellow gay person it might not be safe to go to this place and so because i care about you i'm going to tell you to avoid it you know like that's kind of the way gay people keep each other safe everyone's look out here comes laura milk (laughs) (laughs) oh i get it (laughs) 
great. Now someone's going to kill me and claim it was a Twinkie. (laughs) Fuck. That's fine. (laughs) Oh, man. But I don't know. Yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, obviously the guy's an asshole, but the the whole like... Good thing you're not on the Supreme Court. I don't know. It's weird, guys. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's weird. And You're an asshole. Case dismissed. Uh, official, official, yeah. Official ruling. You're all assholes. Just get the fuck out of the court. <laughs> I think one of the dogs farted for sure. It's a good thing that so bad we brought here. that up on our podcast that no one would have no one would have had to know about it. It's yeah, probably it's, Bane. Bane is the serial farter. Is he? Oh. Constantly, our one of our dogs, uh, Uta, the the female, farted in my face yesterday. On purpose? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> kind of, I guess. Did yeah. You need a dog laugh after it. Like. <laughs> yeah. Keith trained her to do it. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were just like laying on the couch, and she farts in Alex's face, and you hear a clicker. <laughs> that is called capturing make sure you pay her for that wow yeah Um, Laura you said you had some things that you wanted to get off your chest here today that was mostly just to get the podcast started okay so now we're just going to sit here in silence for the next 45 minutes we can watch that sneaker documentary (laughs) that's what Alex and Ray were doing when I got here was watching a documentary about sneakers yeah that's good yeah we're gonna we're gonna slowly turn this into a podcast about sneakers okay starting now (laughs) welcome to the sneakers glory friends podcast (laughs) we're going to talk about the shoes that we're wearing i'm currently wearing a pair of pumas that i've had for several years that have some white paint on them because i wore them when i painted my house they have a slight rainbow tint to them underneath the black webbing which i don't like even as a gay (laughs) but i bought them because they were the cheapest pair i found on the internet and i like this particular style of shoe because now that i'm 40 chuck taylor's are somewhat uncomfortable now you know what you should look into? They're very comfortable. What's that, Crocs? Adidas Ultra Boost. Ultra Boost. Yeah. Do okay. they look like your big moon shoes, though? No, they look kind of like those. Okay. Because I really don't like big, giant tennis shoes. I would also... What's rec- my big moon shoes? All of your shoes. Every pair of tennis shoes you own <laughs> looks like something a spaceman would wear. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, like I, seriously, if someone from the 1950s were just beamed into your house and saw your shoes, they'd assume you worked for NASA yeah, and they would be yeah. so confused. You'd be, the future, you'd, be like, uh, you'd be like that scene in Back to the Future yeah. when he shows up as at his dad's. Yeah. They'd be like, I guess he's a rainbow <laughs> astronaut. Look at these shoes. <laughs> fuck yeah, that's cool as fuck. <laughs> Everybody, please refer to Ray as rainbow astronaut from now on when you see him. The gay astronaut. That's his AOL screen gay name. <laughs> the gay the just I don't know made me think of gay Stradamus <laughs> did you do any pride related things Alex for uh, pride stuff because pride <laughs> <laughs> not I mean I don't know we hung out at Danny's in Ferndale two weekends ago for for that one uh, after her, after our show at Sellerman's. Okay. Uh, but I, I didn't go to the parade or anything. It was cold and it was raining mm-hmm. and it's an hour away from my house. So. Yeah, totally. I really didn't do any, and I, I kind of wanted to, like Jane and I had talked about, it could be kind of fun. Let's go to pride this year. But we work on the weekends typically. Like that's yeah. when our busiest days are like Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So I'm like, well, no pride for us. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, these are bad gays. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I know if there's a straight pride parade, I would go. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be so fun. 
Yeah, I can't. I would love to go to like the suppression booth, talk to a white heteronormative male, see if I can get them to show (laughs) any emotion besides anger, fear, or hatred. I watched, uh, I saw this uh, article on Facebook about uh, the Lions' new football coach was like punishing the players by running at practice. And the article was like, oh. Like he was running? No, he was punishing, he was making the players run for not playing hard enough. And so the headline of the article was like, oh, Matt, new coach Matt Patricia in danger of losing his players for, you know, because NFL players don't, that's like little kids shit. Like you don't tell I NFL player yeah. to run. So I went to go read the comments and they were just ripping the guy that wrote the article. Like, oh, this is a bullshit non-story. And I guess, I think the, the writer's name was like Jason Gonzalez or something. And some guy goes, oh, let me guess. Jason Gonzalez also thinks there's more than two genders. Like, I'm like what the <laughs> fuck? Where the fuck did that come from? Oh, God. That's great. And then that comment had a whole other argument, like people telling this guy he's an idiot, and then him just like sending, like posting GIFs. (laughs) The comment sections in the newspaper websites are the best. (laughs) I miss them. I used to to troll in there a lot, especially in the the sports section. Sports (laughs) section's the the easiest place. Getting people's phone numbers and making craigslist ads (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah yeah because you know if somebody believes that there's more than two genders and you don't believe that it makes your life hell somehow right i don't understand that at all don't who cares don't fucking worry about it. Somehow it's equated to all the other problems we're having. I don't understand at all why. Yeah. I mean, part of me wonders, honestly, if it's not some kind of weird evolutionary hang up that some people panic at the thought of gay people and at the thought of gender nonconforming people. <coughs> like something in, in their brain just goes, no, reproduction. And then yeah. they just get freaked out about it. Because well, it's really... It's fine. It's no problem. Like, there's literally nothing can happen by gay people and gender nonconforming people existing and being acknowledged that will harm your life in any way. Right. So I don't get it. Well, I disagree because <laughs> uh, now, I mean, we see global warming happening, and now that all the gays and and transgendered uh, people are being acknowledged, you know, God's not going to protect America like He was going to in the beginning. Yeah, but Trump's got us. We're good. <laughs> there was an article uh, my girlfriend Amy showed me the other day that uh, I don't know if it was a congressman or a senator or something, and he said, like, I don't know. I'm bad with politics. You're doing a good job. One of their meetings. <laughs> okay, at the senator meeting. <laughs> yeah, the big senator meeting that they have where everyone sits in stadium seating. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he said that... In the uh, parliament. I believe it's the parliament. He thinks the ocean... Ocean levels are rising because people are putting rocks and dirt in there. <laughs> yeah. That's simple science. Yeah. If you, uh, have well, you ever dropped ice cubes into a glass? Boom. It's, it's all the boulders falling into yep. the yeah. ocean. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this. It's it's not the uh, it's not the glaciers that are losing acreage. No. Yearly, that's making the water rise. It's the boulders falling off the cliffs. Yeah, and <laughs> America is lucky that this senator, congressman in his stadium knew enough about this to let us know. Yeah, and every yeah. scientist should feel foolish. And we should all vote for him. 
Are we starting over for real? Like everything we recorded is gone? No, we're no, going to The first, part, we're gonna the pick first up. big part is still there. Oh, I yeah. thought we were going to have to recreate everything. No, like, we're, okay, I'm here just, we go. I'm going to put it all together later. So, uh, post Gay Baker, what do you guys think about? <laughs> He's making my eye twitch. <laughs> I'll tell you who's making my eye twitch. <laughs> B-A-N-E. Like, oh, he's sad now that he upset you. Yeah, Good, he should be shamed right now. That's what uh You know how you know how you'll be forgiven, Bane? If you sit there for the next forty five minutes motionless. <coughs> then you'll be back in the good graces. Yeah, all three of the dogs are being very good right now. Let's count our blessings. And maybe yes. not say their names out loud. I'm a, that might be good too. <laughs> he's just gonna chew on the chair now. Oh, idiots. <laughs> So before the break, we uh, concluded that I probably have sty cancer in my brain, which a, is a sty tumor. <laughs> yeah, the additional stress stress of this knowledge is just causing my eye to twitch more. So I don't know. I guess we're in a worse situation than we were before. What is a sty? Is it just like a cyst or? Uh, I I don't honestly I have no idea. It feels like a cyst. It's I don't like know if that's gross. what it actually is though. Was it gross? Pop it? <laughs> I don't think you pop it. No, you're not supposed to pop it. You're, so it's actually <laughs> something you, you could it. do? I think you can pop it, but mm. you're not supposed I love to. popping stuff. Oh, God. <laughs> Ugh. My wrists and my knees and my ankles are starting to feel like they don't work. This Keith's, is making me uncomfortable. Uh, Ke- Keith's friend Larry used to like popping the zits behind his ears. I don't like this at all. I don't like like this conversation and I feel like it's my fault. I do this a lot on this podcast where somehow I say something and then it triggers the grossest tirade from one or both of you. We can't go an episode without talking about some kind of bodily fluid. Yeah, I think for whatever reason, Alex is obsessed with that being part of our brand. (laughs) So that's too bad. (laughs) I think it's beautiful came from our bodies it's yeah. natural yeah of course you do <laughs> i saw something on um the internet about uh these essentially foot looking foot shaped stickers that you put on the bottom of your feet they have some light tread that kind of looks like the bottom of a hospital slipper oh i think i've seen these and someone posted it and they're like i want these i just <laughs> i don't get it at all <laughs> i don't understand why would you want those why well, would put it on your like bare a, foot yeah, yeah and then you're quote unquote wearing a shoe even though you're not and now we have a dog fight yeah. <laughs> and they're getting mad at each other that's great <laughs> you guys seriously <laughs> bane's getting feisty now. i all would right. i would probably right, put on. one of these two upstairs yeah i think i would rather listen to him whining from his crate than them pulling cords out again <laughs> well, i'm more worried that they're gonna brawl that's what we need welcome to our live dog fighting recording <laughs> we are what? indeed in a basement let's do this ding 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 welcome to the mike vick podcast oh, brother yeah this is only going to destroy hey, my bang, reputation go upstairs <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Uh, only one of them is a pit bull, though, so, like, you know. So it's legal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? That's how it works, right? Yeah, like, yeah. hey, one's a shepherd mix. <laughs> Everything's above the board here. <laughs> he's he's rebelling right now. <laughs> We're giving you the play-by-play here at the Hollowfield residence mm-hmm. of the uh, family unit. The, the family dynamic, yes. if you will. Right now, Amy's at the grocery store, which means the dogs are unable to be attended upstairs. I honestly would have 
been more proactive had I realized because I was like, oh, we're going to be in the basement. Amy's going to be home, you know. Yeah. But I would, I could have brought them bones or something to help keep them quiet. But alas, give them some uh, knuckle of some type. Yeah, or cyanide. <laughs> <laughs> give them some Ambien. Have them rattle off some racist tweets. Yep, maybe do some sleep cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie's in the kitchen making pancakes. <laughs> hey, we're back. What are you guys talking about, Roseanne? Uh, no, we're just <laughs> I mean, no, in, but in a let's. way. Like you, you basically just uh, you basically just like uh, uh, punished Bane the way uh, Dan would have punished DJ or something. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys watched the new Roseanne at all? No. I, I saw the first episode. I didn't really see anything else. I kind no. of. I mean, I don't want to be like, I made a conscious effort and choice to not, but I was like, no, I'm good. Because I loved the original yeah, show. Yeah. Loved it. And thought, I mean, to me, it's still like one of the best shows that was ever on TV. Yeah. And like her, like, drift off into a right wing mental case oblivion. I just was like, no, I'm good. I don't need to, you know. And just knowing how hellacious she made it, even in the original series, for so many of the people that worked on that show. You know, honestly, the only person I felt bad about with the cancellation was um, DJ. Because <laughs> he's got nothing going on. Yeah. <laughs> that poor guy. It was probably literally the thing he wanted more than anything else, like to get that phone call that they're going to bring back Roseanne. He's yeah. like, holy shit, my dreams are coming true. And then, womp, womp. Yeah, and he was like, finally, I got some work again. Yeah. He was very earnest about the original show. And I think his memories of the original show were probably more positive than anyone else's because he was literally the youngest cast member. Yeah. So he was spared most of Roseanne's wrath. She was actually very motherly toward him and he has <laughs> nothing but great things to say about her. But, yeah. you know, some of the older people who worked on the show, including one of the girls who played Becky, you know, they did not have that same experience. And a lot of people hmm. just said she was extremely hard to work for and with. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, fuck it. You're already incorrigible and hard to work with, and now you're a right-wing mental case. I don't need to support your efforts. I'm good. The 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 dog, the dogness of this house is it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't imagine having two more. <laughs> I don't. gotta go see what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> it's like having three shitty fucking kids. Yeah, Ray's going to go check on his shitty fucking kids. Dan, Dan's going to go make sure uh, Becky's not fucking Mark right now. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, we were we were talking about the oceans rising because of all the boulders falling mm-hmm. in to the, uh, to the ocean. Yep. Yep, like sand through an hourglass. No, wait, that's the start of a soap opera. That's something completely <laughs> different. <laughs> all of that is coming through on the headphones. Good. I want to make sure we get all of it. This is this is priceless. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best episode of the Glory Friends. I so frankly far. am just very glad that Ray has not smashed his head on that light bulb one time with all the times he's come up and down the stairs because that's I've almost, treacherously low. I've almost fallen down those stairs twice now. Mm-hmm. The steps are just way too skinny. I shut the door so they can't go back up there. Okay. They're like, oh, we're foiled. 
look, we can't. Could you open the door, please? I'm sweating my ass off. And they're like, hello, we're trying to go upstairs. Ray's doing his workout plan. <laughs> uh, so you guys are really into sneakers, which I think is weird. Um, but Why is if, it weird? I don't know. It just doesn't seem like something... That, I, I don't know. It's okay. It's not weird. It's, it's not weird for Alex. It's weird for Ray. <laughs> How about that? I've explained it to other people. It's like now I. It's like it, when I was a little kid, I was obsessed with them. Mm-hmm. I loved basketball. I wanted all the fucking shoes that they wore, and I was poor, so mm-hmm. I never. And I'm still poor, but now I have my own money. Mm-hmm. And now I can get those shoes that I wanted when I was a kid. That's <laughs> totally. all it is. Well, but and also like Facebook makes it easy to find them now. Yeah. Like at, at a reasonable price. Like you don't have to spend $200. You can get them for like 70 from somebody. And then Alex has his fake shoe. Yeah. I'm that... I'm not going to work for all this shit. shoeemporium.com. I, I, like, I like these shoes. Yeah. I like the way they look, but I'm not trying to run around uh, all over town trying to find like some shoes, you know? So yeah. that's not true, Alex. It, right now, is wearing a trench coat and when he opens it up he's got shoes just hanging off the inside of it <laughs> when he opens it up his pant legs are only up to his knees <laughs> does that mean your pants are down is that part of your sales technique want to no, buy like, some shoes here's my dick you've never seen that like the 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 flashers they just do like the the pant leg up to the knee so it looks like they're wearing clothes and then they just walk up to you on the street and boom how do you keep? Do they have? Are the pant legs held up by suspenders? Yeah, are they attached garter, to their garter underwear? Belt. Yeah, garter. Garter belt. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> oh boy. That yeah, the, as if the being flashed sexual by deviants will go to. Seriously. <laughs> I would love it though if that happened to me and I had like the tenacity to be like nice garter belt faggot <laughs> you know and then just walk away because i can't think of anything more depleting to someone who's doing that than yeah. getting that kind of reaction yeah. but it's really hard to muster that when you're like oh my stars because that's yeah. probably more likely what i would say i, I don't know would, it, would that be like i feel like people like that would want to get like kind of demeaned like you know i don't know maybe like I, I feel like they they want people to i think they want people to be upset and shocked and disgusted and freaked out yeah, they, they want to get a rise out of you literally because yeah. that's what they're doing so i do i don't think that's what they're going for that being wanting to be humiliated i really don't think so hmm. I, maybe i'm wrong if any flashers are currently listening to this episode please let us know your motivation <laughs> and the type in. of response yeah. you prefer tweet at us don't Skype in, just call in. <laughs> I watched a documentary number. on Netflix last night called "I Am Jane Doe," and it's about like human trafficking. Ah, and how so comedy. Backpage.com knows what they're doing with the, uh, because like they'll kidnap girls or whatever, pimps mm-hmm. and stuff, and then put them on Backpage, and like they were talking about how they would find the girls and get them to come back home and have to get them off drugs and all that because that's how they keep them is they get them addicted to drugs so they won't leave Mm -hmm. and um so they get them back home and they they get them off drugs and try to get them back in the real world and everything and the parents were finding lawyers to sue Backpage because that's what they were advertising they would find they found their kids on Backpage Jesus Hmm. and um 
they it was like this whole thing like who owns Backpage and like you know everybody who runs George it. Soros <laughs> <laughs> and how how many times it's like been sold and everything and the Clinton Foundation yeah <laughs> and they uh is actually these two guys that uh like the Village Voice owned it for a while which is like a famous paper in New mm-hmm. York like how long ago though. I, I don't know. It says in the documentary, but I don't remember. Because Backpage was, I mean, it was essentially just Craigslist. Yeah. yeah. That's what I don't understand. What's the differentiation between these two things? Well, Backpage, well, well so Craigslist, Craigslist shut their, like, sex advertising for sex work down a long time ago. Craigslist did. Yeah. yeah. I see. Okay, so then like Backpage still, became still, your Backpage option. started, like, making a ton of money because yeah. of all the sex workers. Cra- Craigslist still uh-huh. had their personals section. Got so, it. So... If two people were trying to meet up for free, you could do that still. But if as soon as you're like a $20 massage, you're getting shut down on and Craigslist. I think they That's shut a cheap it down. Massage. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they shut it down after that Craigslist killer yeah, the was killer. killing prostitutes in on the East Coast. Yeah, but um That's fair. They so they were like suing them and like all these judges like they they're winning every fucking case. And then they hired this woman to like basically be the face of the company and like she's kind of like doing work with like uh the center for uh endangered and exploited children or whatever it's called and they're like oh we're doing everything we can to you know stop this human trafficking and they're basically saying like they're oblivious to it but if you go through their process of posting an ad it's basically them coaching you mm-hmm. on how to code it so wow you, they don't know that this person's underage and you, you know basically getting around all the legalities and then there's like there uh they kept getting off because there's this article in this amendment that said like um the website can't be held responsible for a third party post uh, and what happens mm-hmm. so they that was the only thing that like they kept getting off on that kept getting off and then um what was fucked up was like some of the judge, like they were had like audio tapes of some of the trials, and like the judges, like they're telling them like this is, you know, vile, and they have like underage children on here, and the uh, the judge is like, well, yeah, but you know, there's fetishes on there, you know, you can't shame people for having a fetish, and like is phone sex violent and vulgar? No, it's not violent, but that's like that's like me saying, I have an ice cream truck. That I also sell drugs in. Mm-hmm. You can, I can't get in trouble because I'm also selling ice cream. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but it also is like saying, um, underage sex with an underage girl that I paid money for is the equivalent of consenting adults who want to put on like latex masks. Right. Like, no, it's not <laughs> yeah. the same and thing. And they're saying, and that's what they say. Right? Well, we, got, we can't <laughs> shut down the whole thing because all this other stuff is fine. What? Yeah, it but is it's fine because like, the difference is consenting adults. Yeah. It literally is like the huge difference. I think that's what makes me so like frustrated and furious <laughs> about this kind of stuff. I don't know <laughs> to jump to bestiality, but let's um, mm-hmm. the case, the MSU case. Did you guys hear about that with that guy who worked at, uh, for MSU? I don't. I heard a little bit. Yeah, I don't exactly remember what he did for MSU or what his job is. Something to do with the medical department. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, he apparently um, was arrested for bestiality Hmm. and they took his dog. His dog is now in a foster home. All the papers have been quick to report. But, Hmm. you know, the 
the thing with bestiality, like people are like, well, you know, like if the animal isn't like trying to get away, I'm like, no, no, literally no, by, no, no, no. by definition, an animal cannot give you consent. Yeah. Like that just can't yeah. happen. And you can't make the case <laughs> yeah, otherwise. Not a, well, you know, if that's what you're into. No, right. no, no, no. No, the dog slipped me a note. He, yeah, but you know what? Um, Backpage is gone now, and you know who that is, uh, who we can thank for that? Obama. Donald Trump, J. Motherfucking Trump. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Trump. Well, I think it was less Trump than <laughs> watching that documentary. Like, it's been going on for a while. Well, yeah, but he shut it down. He's yeah. the one that wrote that law into, into effect yeah. that won't let like well, consenting adults sell their bodies online. Yeah. See, that's the thing is, like, I don't know, man. Like, why can't you... Like, if consenting adults want to do that, why can't you have that and just not have people put 13-year-old girls on there? Like, yeah. Why does it have to be <laughs> everything or nothing? Yeah, this is... I just, I, I just don't I'm sorry, understand. I'm sorry if you want to... Oh, this is nebulous and hard to figure out a line to draw in the sand. No, it you, isn't. You can do it with alcohol. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Like if you this is too hard. Up, I can't figure it out. <laughs> if you want to dress up like an animal and fucking have a lady in a leather thong mm-hmm. call you a pussy, <laughs> you can't anymore because we can't have thirteen-year-olds. <laughs> yep. it's all or nothing. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I think Eddie. Eddie is uh, my other dog who is up the top of the stairs crying because I locked his brother away. So he's. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to see him again, Eddie. They're mad at me. (laughs) I separated them. (laughs) But yeah, it was the fucking documentary. It was it was it was a tough watch, man. I'm sure I Mm. can't. I still haven't finished the keepers. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) still haven't finished that. I'm just like, no, there's been a couple days where I'm like, maybe I'd watch that tonight. And then by the time I get home, I'm like, no, I can't. Man, there's a great there's a great one that me and Amy started watching last night. We've seen other shows about it. It's called The Staircase. Which oh, is, uh-huh. Is, I've seen other shows about that, too. Jane and I are going to yeah, watch that. The one that's on Netflix is old, but uh, they just made some newer episodes and mm-hmm. put it on there. So, um, there's a, like, I saw, I saw, like, a couple episodes of uh, another one, the same subject, but this one has a lot of behind the scenes of, like, the prosecution and the mm-hmm. defense, like, preparing their case. And some of it is the funniest fucking shit I've ever fucking <laughs> nice. seen. Like, because uh, the story is this guy's wife falls down the stairs and dies. Mm-hmm. He calls 911. Like, she's just bloody at the bottom of the stairs. He calls 911. She's like an executive for some company, and he's an author. Yeah. They could call him an author. He's written one fucking book. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's an author. He's an author. Like, he, this lady is like well off like well, he's so not an author isn't it how it works with stand-up you do one yeah. open mic right. <laughs> yeah absolutely you you are a comedian that works at comedy mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> so they do the autopsy and stuff and like the wounds on her head are like f- gruesome yeah like it looks like somebody just fucking beat the hell out of just yes. big gashes they like, there's no way this happened from falling downstairs. Like, no fucking way. There's huge blood smears on the wall. Yeah, yeah blood it's bad. splatters it's bad, 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 everywhere. Bad. So, 
the defense has, you know, their crime scene technicians look at it and they're like, oh, yeah, this is totally she fell down the stairs. Prosecution is like, there's no fucking way, you know, come to find out like 25 years before this, he was the last one seen with a woman who that night fell down her stairs and died. (laughs) Excuse me, but two times you're come on. The fucking this has defense to, to at least forty women. Ask Bill Cosby. So this comes up, or you have a case. These women are just trying to get yeah. attention by falling down the stairs and dying. So this comes up, they just and want money. he doesn't tell the defense this. They find out like throughout the course of this, and the defense attorney is like, well, "What does that have to do with this case?" Like, all right, so the, another lady fell down the stairs. Like, he's That's like, he I'm goes, saying. he goes, "What are the odds that this?" has anything to do with her this lady falling down the stairs i'm like what are the odds one fucking person is connected to two stair deaths do you like- know- <laughs> come on you guys how many times how many times have you been present for a falling down the stairs death raise your hand if it's more than five also- just me and the, so it just come, happens. It's so come common. to find out that uh especially for loved ones he's secretly bisexual mm-hmm and he's obsessed with like soldiers and that's like his one book that he wrote was about vietnam and, and he so, and he lured a soldier back to his house well no later, well, there's emails that he's like you know getting prostitutes to dress like soldiers and stuff and you know and he's one having, of them was found dead at the base no, no, of his no, no. stairs yeah, <laughs> holding a machine gun <laughs> he was wearing camouflage you couldn't see him but uh uh no, stop but yeah so like so they're saying that like, oh, she found the emails and they had an argument and he beat her. And then they're like, he's like, no, we had an open marriage. Like she knew about, you know, my bisexuality, which is plausible. It yeah. might be a thing, but it's there's this one scene where they're like in this room, like building their defense. And they're like, this lady's writing on uh, like a dry erase board, you know, good facts and bad facts. And they're like, all right, oh, this. Boy. And they're like, all right, that's a good fact. And then one guy goes, the affair. And he's like, yeah, it's a bad fact. And then the defense story goes, the gay stuff. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, bad facts. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Uh, but then there's another part where he's like, he, they, when they, the defense also didn't know about any of this. They find out, like, from the prosecution, got one of the prostitutes to be a witness. So the defense comes back to his house and they're like, you know, Michael, you didn't tell us about the gay affair, you know? And he's like, affair? It's not an affair. <laughs> he's like, I don't have time for an affair. Like he doesn't, he doesn't consider it an affair because it's not a relationship. Mm. So first, first off, he just like denies that it ever happened. He's like, he said he had sex with you, and he's like, oh my god, no <laughs> way, like. It was like the fucking Chappelle show sketch with fucking Rick James. When five minutes later, he's like, yeah, I had sex with him five or six times, but. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I did not have sex with Katie. Yeah. <laughs> Correction. But yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, I had sex with him five or six times. It's not an affair. It's a sex. I'm like, no, that's an affair. Like, they're fucking married. Uh, it's, I think, it, yeah, what differentiates it then is. Did his wife really know about it and sanction it? 
then it wouldn't be an affair. It would yeah, just if, be sex. If it's right, a right, yeah. relationship, it's not an affair. But That's another it thing. sounds like, to me like a very convenient thing to claim that you and your wife had this amazing open relationship <laughs> that, right. that totally made it impossible that you could have potentially been responsible for her violent death. Yeah. I feel like that's that's got to be something he read somewhere, right? Like uh, he's on the internet late at night trying to figure out how he can kill his wife without anyone knowing. And he read, if you push him down the stairs, it'll look like an accident. I mean, he did it twice. Right. So it's got to be some kind of playbook that he's going off of. Again, correlation. <laughs> and that's another thing is the defense is like, you know, I've they're like all the like the wounds are like. The blood splatter is like one, it's all in one direction. And they're like, there's like, if it was a beating, she'd be moving around. It would be, all the splatters would be in different directions. Yes, it truly looks like somebody was murdered upstairs and then someone thought, maybe I should, this this worked for me last time. Maybe I should, you know, go ahead and bring this body to the bottom of the stairs (laughs) and then call the cops and uh, tell them that she fell. Because, yeah, I mean, the blood smears are so suspicious. But that's another thing. They're like... There's no way she would have just... The the defense attorney's like, I've never seen anyone just get hit in the head and then just stand still and let all the other blows come. I'm like, if you fucking whack her from behind and she's unconscious, she's Mm -hmm. fucking standing still now. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, I have seen on more than one occasion you know mostly in home alone where (laughs) someone gets hit once and what happens is they fall down and then that's when you can hit them more times so yeah yeah, that's a horribly implausible way to phrase it yeah especially like very effectively um uh, when you step on micro machines Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or uh, christmas ornaments yep uh, or tar covered nails swinging paint cans yeah yeah yep. these these are all things that can render you motionless yes <laughs> and and susceptible to more attacks yeah and and quite honestly many of those things especially for instance the paint can if if done correctly might just be a one and done yeah 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 <laughs> especially uh like in part two with the lead pipe oh. that one for sure <laughs> yes so take that lawyer, the Home Alone defense, <laughs> in your face. I have not seen the Home Alone theory this special yeah. on Netflix, but I have seen a couple different like episodes of crime shows about this. I also yeah. listened pretty recently, within the last couple of years, to I think an episode of Criminal, which is a podcast, yeah, um, about this, in which this guy makes the defense that an owl did it. Yeah, that was in one of the other shows mm-hmm. I watched because she had micro feathers in her wounds. Jane and I <laughs> the were... The dude that fucking... Yeah. The dude that says that, like if you, you heard it on the podcast, you didn't see what he looked like. Mm-mm. He looks like a character from Twin Peaks. He's yeah. fucking nuts. <laughs> Doesn't surprise dude. me. He's like, I think it was, he's like, and the way he ta- he's like, I think it was owls. Yep. <laughs> like, what the fuck? When, when um, Jane and I were watching Netflix last night, <coughs> no, the night before, uh, that kind of popped up as like a like a preview that just started playing for this show, The yeah. Staircase, and we started watching just the preview a little bit. And I was like, "Oh, I've heard about this case. We should watch this sometime." But we were already planning to watch something else. Yeah. And then I looked at her and I was like, "Some people claim that owls did it." And she's like, "Are you high right now?" <laughs> I'm like, "No, it's a real thing." Yeah. Like, 
But she totally thought that that was just some yeah, dumb... Yeah, the guy says, like, like the, no, for the real. wounds in her head are talons. Yep. And, fucking <laughs> and that she panicked, and that's partly why she fell down the stairs. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm just like, wow, holy you shit. Just, what, so, like, what? She, like, she baked a, a pie, and she's putting it in the windowsill. Right? And all As of a sudden, do. open windowsill, owl yeah. comes flying yeah. in. Very, and, oh. very, yeah, very you Hitchcock, know the risks yeah. when you make a pie. Yeah, yeah. Fucking be careful of owls when you make a pie. <laughs> this is on you, lady. Yeah, Put she, your husband yeah, through she this. fell down the stairs in slow motion like a Hitchcock movie. Uh, <laughs> you just see her shadow going down. Do you guys like Hitchcock movies? Uh, I used when I was a kid, yeah. I would watch it, but I was too young. I don't like really remember. I them. remember I used to watch Alfred Hitchcock Presents mm-hmm. with yeah. my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On TV. Yeah, that's what like, I. Yeah. But I mean, I liked Psycho when I was a kid. I thought it was cool. Yeah. And then. Um, Amy actually got me into a couple of other ones. I can't think of the name. Uh, Jimmy Stewart's in one. Mm. North by Northwest. No. Oh um, uh, no! I think I know where he's in the apartment about. and the he's, rear window. And the, he sees no. a murder. And he's he's uh, paralyzed, right? Yeah. Oh, he's got like a broken yeah. leg. Oh, broken leg. Yeah, okay, yeah. And, but he's in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So paralyzed. Yeah. I can't remember the name of that one, but I totally that know was good. I like yeah, that I uh, fuck. I can't remember the name of it either. It's like a pretty famous episode. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, probably one of his most famous movies. Yeah. I can't think of the name. Sorry, of it. listeners. I do remember in. Mm, gosh, but the the way he built Welcome suspense, to the, uh, Glory like, Friends movie podcast. Yep. Yeah, yeah. the way he built suspense, like I, I don't know, I, I really like it. Yeah, there was a uh, a remake of that movie, the name of which we cannot remember. In like the mid '90s or something with yeah. Christopher Reeve. Do you guys yeah, remember yeah, this? Remember this was that. like post his paralysis. Yeah, I remember that. So he w- it was the por- part he was born to play. <laughs> you were made for this role, Chris. Yeah, you can do this. <laughs> um, wasn't that Shia LaBeouf movie kind of like where he's on house arrest? Kind of supposed to be after like he sees his neighbor kill somebody. It was supposed to be. I don't remember that. Might surprise you that I have no idea. Oh wait, what you're was that about. was that Eagle Eye or something like that? You're thinking of Eagle Eye know. Cherry. <laughs> What's Eagle Eye? No, Cherry? it was. I, um, <laughs> I think it's a singer. Yeah, Eagle Eye Cherry's a singer. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I'm like, where the fuck did I come up with that? <laughs> Trying to find the movie. Do you guys yeah. ever see Strangers on a Train? That's my favorite Hitchcock movie. No, that's no, one of Amy's favorites. I like that too. one a lot. I haven't seen it since I was in college. So part of me is like, maybe I'll hate it now. But she I also really like uh, did you see that new Liam Neeson movie where he's on a train. No, with uh, Kristen Wiig. I'm not just into movies about trains, <laughs> Alex. Hey, here's another train movie. Uh, <laughs> throw, did you see thro- did plane you, trains and automobiles? Did Probably you see, watch uh, that a lot. Huh? Did you see Throw Mama from the Train? I have <laughs> seen that movie. Yes, in fact. So you are in a train yeah, movie. You got me. Mm-hmm. I have a Thomas the Tank Engine tattoo. <laughs> uh, you guys. Rope. Rope was one of her favorites too. That that's she an had early one. Yeah, it was a good one. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Stewart again. There was one that I was trying to find. It's like nowhere. I was trying to find it just because George Papard's in it. It's called It's Like Nowhere? No, I don't know what it's called. I can't. I knew what it was called at one time, but I couldn't find... Like, I can't find it anywhere. I used to watch Alfred Hitchcock Presents as a child. We probably watched many of the same episodes, right? The one... The only one I really remember specifically was one where a woman was in prison and she was desperately trying to escape. And so she hatched this plan in which... Her death was faked, and she was going to sneak out basically in a coffin. Hmm. I mean, I was really little, so I don't remember all of it, but I I just remember that everything about the plan went swimmingly except for the fact that the coffin got put in the ground and then (laughs) buried with her alive in it. There's the left turn. Right? (laughs) And as a kid, though, I was like, 
holy shit, this is a horror that had never occurred to me. <laughs> like that was terrifying to me, the idea of somebody being buried alive. And I think that's like, I still to this day feel like I have claustrophobia. And I think that's why. <laughs> like that really, I never had really considered personal space or anything until then. And I just remember being like, oh, fuck. You know what you should do that could possibly reverse that for you? What? Is watch that scene in Kill Bill where Uma Thurman is buried alive and she gets oh, out. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it yeah. was uh, Rear was... Window, the one I was talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. I only said that right off the fucking bat. Yeah. I just want to give myself some points for that. If you guys yeah, didn't hear that, rewind about, I don't know, five <laughs> or six minutes. I didn't think it was. And when this movie comes up, listen to me just flawlessly go Rear Window and then and listen to these. Two go, guys no, go, I no, don't no, know. No. I don't know. <laughs> That's not it, lady. <laughs> it's called Paralyzed Christopher Reeve. <laughs> yeah. The Christopher Reeve story. He's dead now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He died. Now I can talk like this about him. Yeah. He'll never find out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what do you mean he's watching down from heaven? I remember I was like really sad about that. I love fucking Superman Reeves. when he yeah. was paralyzed. Yeah, I, did I was too. like, fuck. I mean, I was sad about it because I was it was like, well, a horrible no more thing, Superman but... movies. Right. My fa- <laughs> Thanks a my, lot, horse. My favorite. I, I love when people start talking shit about those early the, the the Christopher Reeves Superman movies. They're great, man. And well, my it's so it, I I love it just because like they start shitting on them, and I'm like, what do you? T- there, Christopher Reeves was in it. Fucking Gene Hackman is in it. Yeah. Fucking Marlon Brando is in. Yeah. Like, there's so many fucking great actors. That no, I like other like you know Superman's. <laughs> it's too cheesy. Superman was cheesy. That's yeah. what he was. Yeah. He was a, he was a he's fucking the most alien. Earnest. Right. Yeah. He's he wasn't meant to be dark. No. Like he, that, that's not what his. That's purpose why these was. Justice League move the new ones fucking suck. Yeah. Man. Like he's that's not what he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be a dork. Yeah, that's true. Just a really muscled, chiseled dork. Yeah. <laughs> just a super hot just dork. Gets super. <laughs> just be. Well, he's nice, so he's a fucking dork. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that hot guy. Always oh, nice. Dork. He's nice and sweet and one hundred percent good. What a fucking dork. Have you heard him say anything that's not earnest? Faggot. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I've said faggot twice on this podcast today, you guys. That was are three you, times. <laughs> are you okay? What are you, gay? Get away from me. Seriously. <laughs> What's with that gay little curl? Oh, God. <laughs> you work for a newspaper? Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, Superman. I don't really remember the early movies that well because I was little, but I, I loved watch, them because I, I was a little kid. Uh, but part of me feels like if you were a little kid when those movies came out, you're not allowed to hate them. You know, like yeah, yeah. fuck you. Just remember them as like as you did when you were little. They're, they were yeah. meant for you then. Yeah, yeah. I used to watch them all because I we recorded them when they were like on channel fi- like channel fifty used to have like a movie night. Yeah, mm-hmm. like once a week, and they were on like three consecutive weeks uh, one time, and I recorded all three. And I would just watch them. Now let me ask constantly. you this: Would your parents pause the recording for commercials so it was just the movie? Yes. My parents never did that. <laughs> and now we know who had good parents. Recorded everything didn't. with fucking commercials. <laughs> Honestly, we, though, and, those tapes are now had, better. And we had a uh, and we had a Betamax. 
Oh, yeah, my aunt had a beta. Jesus, and I was like, Betamax. <laughs> I kind of love when I'm watching an old VHS, not that it happens very often anymore, but then a commercial comes on because it's like, <laughs> oh, I remember this. Like, they're w- It's weird how those really get... Like a Douglas Firs commercial or something. <laughs> yeah. Douglas Firs. Like That's Dietrich. Dietrich, Dietrich yeah. Dietrich Firs. Totally, exactly. Dietrich family. <laughs> or like the Mel Far superstars. Or President's got the looks that's hot. President <laughs> Tuxedo. Right? Yeah. Remember that? local commercials were the best (laughs) remember in school whenever they'd play a tape like of anything and if commercials came on for whatever reason that was so exciting because you were at school yeah (laughs) it's so weird because advertising so ubiquitous in schools now that kids never have that yeah Mm -hmm. like it's not uncommon for them to get branded everything like Mm. and now it's like you know, when I was a little kid, like a Burger King commercial would come on. We'd all look around and be like, Burger King. <laughs> you know, like that was literally how we reacted to it. Kids club. <laughs> I don't understand why it was that exciting, but it totally was. Hmm. I remember my brother used to watch uh, when, I, when I was little. My older brother would watch like this show. It was on like just like local channel whatever and uh it was called the new dance show which is just like oh, a yeah, local yeah, hip-hop. yeah 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 i, and I was show. i remember i was enamored with the commercials they had because it was like <laughs> shit i didn't know about sure yeah. it's like, like nuns miley <laughs> shrimp shack in <laughs> yeah, detroit and absolutely. hats galore well yeah it was like, like hats galore hats galore <laughs> we got hats and so much more yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. i remember uh fucking nuns barbecue on like conan and seven miles yeah so. dude that's yeah. fucking rules yeah, yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> I actually never saw that show back in the day, but some site that I follow posted like they're like, check out this 1980s Detroit dance show with black people dancing to craft work. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah, exactly yeah. what it was. It was that show. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. And then, and then every now and then there'd be one white person on there and yeah. they weren't like, they weren't like white people. They weren't, they weren't like trying to impress the black people. It was like an Italian ass white guy just like <laughs> killing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My brother, would, my brother was a fucking insanely good dancer. He would watch it and he would dance in the living room. And I remember I fucking hated it because I just wanted to watch cartoons or something. I'm like, oh, my mom's not home. My brother's going to make me watch this stupid dance competition. (laughs) Your brother could have been a Jabberwocky. He actually, when he was in high school, he got a, well, not a job, but like a one-time gig as like a background dancer in a rap video. That's (laughs) awesome. (laughs) I think I might have told on a podcast before, it was like when MC Hammer was huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he would, you know, go out to clubs with his friends and, you know, he wanted MC Hammer pants and they were fucking insanely expensive. So he would take my mom's old stretch pants (laughs) And then fucking cut the ankles and sew them really tight. Wow. (laughs) So then, because my mom was a, you know, bigger lady. Yeah. So like, and my brother was really skinny. So the angles were just super fucking tight. And then they just (laughs) fucking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember in Living Color when Tommy Davidson would do MC Hammer? Yeah. Yeah. And he would just like get lost in the pants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I le- I remember I had a friend. I was in sixth grade. This was like around the time when I knew I wanted to do stand up. Was like fucking. I would watch In Living Color every night, and like I had a friend that his mom wouldn't let him watch it. She's mm. probably racist. <laughs> and he would ask me what happened. What, what was In Living Color funny last night? And I would just. 
<laughs> recite the whole show nice. to him on the walk to school. Awesome. And I'm like, didn't this happen? And then like, I just fucking would go through the whole show I and I it. would remember the whole fucking <laughs> you're, thing. You're walking to school. And, and then they were like, two snaps up. Yeah. <laughs> two snaps up in a circle. <laughs> I'm sure it was just as good having seventh grade me tell him. No doubt. Same thing. <laughs> you're basically a Wayans brother. Yeah. I could have been a Wayans. Speaking of living color and this other dance show, like, I'm realizing that as a child, I just did not find it interesting at all to watch people dance because I also <laughs> on in Living Color, like when they do the Fly Girl stuff, yeah, I, yeah. that's when I would get up and go get a drink or yeah, I, I would usually not. I just didn't care about that. I just don't I care about it. I didn't really like watching Soul Train either. Like no. a new dance show, I would be yeah. enamored or with bandstand. that. Yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, the only thing I liked about the like in Living Color when they did the dance thing was like I wanted to see what. DJSW1 was wearing, which was Sean Wayans. <laughs> nice. I was like, that's how I want to. What, what, I cross, I what cross colors like, outfit is he wearing yeah, tonight? Fuck yeah, man. I was like, if he's got cross colors overalls on, I'm gonna lose my shit. I remember, <laughs> I remember Shoppers. I remember Shoppers World on Compo used to have like knockoff cross color Sweet. stuff, and I would beg my mom to buy me that buy it what would they call them because they all had i don't even great names i don't even remember what i remember do you remember major damage oh yeah yeah, yeah. i remember there was a fucking fake ones called destruction (laughs) (laughs) fantastic I remember I saw like, I was a kid at school. And I was like, man, he's got destruction. He's not major damage. He's got destructions on. <laughs> I used to do like all my shopping on Compo because they yeah. had all the like fake used and damaged stuff, and yeah, I would just get all get everything from there. <laughs> that's that's where I, that's where my counterfeit uh, uh, hunger came from. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The streets. <laughs> my urge to buy fake things. <laughs> VIP I'm just looking clothing. for a bargain. I don't care. I have v- a hunger for a bargain. <laughs> VIP clothing started it off. <laughs> where are we at on time? Uh, we're we're right about at at an hour. All right. You guys want to call it? Yeah, call it can, what? A great episode because that would be accurate. I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, Look at that, man. We take boy two weeks off. Like Four. two months. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't been two months. It's been a long time. Like the end of April was our last episode. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. It's been God a long damn. time. <laughs> we are so sorry about that, you guys. We live very busy lives. Well, we do a Ray, lot of Ray and Laura live very busy. I don't things. do anything. And we know you don't want to just listen to Alex do it by himself. So that's why we make you wait. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start my own podcast <laughs> just by myself. Wait for uh, <laughs> have a lookout for the uh, the sneaker show. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the Soul Brothers. That's gonna be coming to you. Soon. Talk about shoes. Speaking of which, I can't imagine getting like more than three episodes out of that. Yeah, I'm already like I can't think of anything else to say about shoes. Well, I imagine the show would be more of like a social commentary of what was going on in the world at the time the shoes came out. I think all of our listeners just stopped <laughs> this episode. Fair, oh, fairly. Man. Do we? Do anybody have plugs? I'm doing a show on Wednesday at the Pointless Brewery. I don't know if this will be up by then or not. It'll, in uh, Ann Arbor. It's probably going up on Wednesday. I'm going straight from the animal shelter and probably changing my shirt and shoes only. So I'll probably smell horrible. I don't um, care. I don't have anything on the internet 
as of this recording, but hopefully by Wednesday when this goes up, I will. But uh, we'll have uh, Brad Wenzel at Sellerman's on June 17th, which is a Sunday. So Yeah, I'd like to to talk to Brad about why he didn't contact me or Laura about doing the show at Smalls. (laughs) He did contact me. I told him to go fuck himself. All right, well, (laughs) we're good then. Yeah, sorry, Brad. Because he deserves it. Because he's trying to spread the wealth, okay? Like, Smalls can't get everything. Yeah. Somebody else needs some stuff sometimes. Yeah. You guys should listen to me on the new episode of Race Wars. Yeah, totally. Yeah, there you That's go. so fucking sweet. Go that listen. You did that. The, episode, the episode name jokes. is White Kurt. Yeah, White Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We had Sherrod and Sherrod Small and Kurt Metzger staying here the whole weekend. And uh, Amy was like stressing out. She was like, well, ask them what they want to do. Like, oh. So when I was driving them back thursday night from the live race wars podcast i was like what do you guys want to do tomorrow you know i'm gonna be at work but amy wants to take you guys out and he was like what do you guys do and i was like we just sit at home (laughs) (laughs) it's and he's listening to kurt's stand-up all he does is watch tv yeah that's all he did he laid on the couch and hooked up his playstation 4 and just fucking watched (coughs) netflix and played call of duty <laughs> then they sat out on the back porch and made up voices for all my dogs just, just wonderful <laughs> amy went and got him lunch at the sandwich place and uh bane ate Sherrod's napkin and Sherrod was like you should be embarrassed of yourself look at you eating eating paper napkins <laughs> should be ashamed <laughs> he's not but it was fun man they were fucking great dudes and yeah yeah they were a lot of fun they both killed it on Friday. yeah yeah <coughs> all right if you guys missed it that's on you don't do that again listen to our podcast more often yeah you should like every four months <laughs> subscribe an and review us even if your review is you guys are fucking shitheads and you took two months off yeah that's fine just know we'll find that's you fair that's a fair review it's fair we'll figure out where you live but that's fine write whatever you want we'll dox you yep bye <laughs>